Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. Once more with feeling. <laughs> Here we are at Mobile Armor Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Brian. And I'm Chopper. I'm Rob. Hopefully recording this time. Yes. As we are <laughs> into episode 60, that's six and a zero, uh, which is which is quite the milestone for us. We, we have just been arguing about that it, it marks the <laughs> finale of season five. I don't yes, go by seasons. <laughs> which is which is five years though if we just go that route that's yeah that's, i mean that's yeah, even right more is, math I, this is our fifth yeah this is our fifth anniversary that's what this is yeah wow struggle we're that syndicated now we've never i don't think we've missed a month ever so this yeah no i don't think we have we're syndicated though that's good news syndicated. yeah you, you can see yeah, us on wait. tbs right after matlock <laughs> matlock or right right before big bang gary <laughs> It's the only other show on that channel. So uh, with that, uh, we're just going to move right on to the dropship since we've already bantered twice now. There was no banter. <laughs> there was a lot of arguing last time. And <laughs> there was no banter. Anyway, we're moving on. Moving on up. To the top. Dropship landing. And this uh, particular dropship is sponsored by uh, John Bear Ross. He uh, joined the madness at JBR. Visit patreon.com slash John Bear Ross or search for John Bear Ross on tribes at minifactory.com. One full size 28 millimeter mech per month and more. Uh, do you want, actually, might as well show it off right now. We have, uh, he, he previewed this month's mech in a yeah, video. Yeah, it looks really good. He did it. It's yeah, a Gun- yeah. Gundam theme. Let's mute that because it's very loud. But yeah, yeah, it's got the Gundam head on it. It's all like 40K styled, but the, it's uh, the legs, especially in this one, I think are pretty awesome. But mm-hmm. uh, we're seeing the turnaround with the cool shield and everything. So if you're into giant mecha inspired by other things. Uh, oh, he, also... he does some amazing designs. And, and then, it's really cool for him to be sponsoring this, this dropship. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next month's preview was a uh, dwarf mech. So I thought it looked great for Forge Fathers. It, yeah, it, yeah. You have to scale it correctly because it's way too big. But you scale it down, it'd be perfect for. Uh, oh, even easy. even some of the weapons look like uh, Forge Father weapons. No, oh, nice. Awesome. <laughs> so that's cool. Anyways, cool. yeah. So I'm so, excited about the the dwarf one for sure. So why don't we why don't we have you kick kick off the dropship, Rob? What if this this particular section of the show is where we talk about what we've been working on uh, from a hobby standpoint, uh, anything we're we're building or painting or crafting as Craft. it were uh i've been building i'm pulling it up as we speak my more of my heavy gear blitz here's what i have done so far it's a lot of little guys i think they're turning out pretty good they're uh i should take more pictures now that we're doing this in video you probably should uh but yeah it's the heavy gear blitz guys not the easiest models to get put together but you have a lot of options for really changing the Dynamicism, dynamicism, dynamicism. <laughs> Make them look dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the classic they're, writer approach where you just change the they're entire They're very, they're very poseable. <laughs> they're very poseable, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're fun, and there's lots of different options in the in the in the um, 
force lists for those guys. So, uh, yeah, they, they've been fun. I've been doing those guys. I also uh, did uh, Trident Miniatures, once again, did Sentinel. My printer is uh, messed up a bit, so he's a little. He looks like he's got some battle damage, but uh, he turned out alright. They're they're smaller size than the other Sentinels they did. They're uh, future Sentinels or something. They're more. They're more. Uh, I don't know. They're about half the height of the regular Sentinels, but they got big shields. But uh, they're supposed to be like a po like standing over twenty eight millimeter mech or uh, mechs. I'm so used to saying mechs, but twenty eight millimeter <laughs> uh, figures or th probably thirty five. I think that's what. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's 35. Protocol like, is, yeah. Yeah. It's some weird scale. But anyways, they, they, they're pretty cool. There's two different, uh, they had two different, like, stylies of posing. So, yeah, I like, uh, I like Sentinels because they're fun. So I have quite a few, I have a collection of Sentinels now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty proud of my Sentinel collection. Go, going to exterminate any mutants. <laughs> that's right. Kill those muties. Uh, yeah, but other than that, that's about it. I've been working on Still haven't painted anything. So, you know, painting, it's a, it's a pain. I only bought like $200 <laughs> worth of speed paints, so I better actually start using them at some point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, how, how about, about you guys? How about you, Pat? Uh, well, again, I've been plodding along with Neo. Uh, I've taken a, a, a bit of a hit uh, because my wife, let, wife left the black airbrush primer out. And so, and well, oh, the cat's upset about that. Yeah, see, she yeah. understands. She understands my pain, that cat. <laughs> because you go, I, I go to start priming bits to move on to the next part, and this black primer is like sludge now. Because she left the cap off, and it's just all separated. Always so, blaming the wife. Well, she's the problem is she's a true artist, and they're just sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, they just leave stuff open. Well, you, they're used to not having to pay for their paint. Somebody else exactly. pays for it. <laughs> so uh, uh, I have to go on my next day off, which should be, I think, Saturday. I got to go to the hobby store and get some more uh, black primer so I can move forward with that because I'm really making a conscious effort to get down there. Now that I've got the downstairs a bit more organized. Uh, you got really yeah. upper body all done pretty much, right? Yeah, it's just almost... Uh, where am I? I got the waist, I got the upper body, and I forget the part I'm working on. I think I'm working on the cat part, which is <laughs> the <laughs> where head? the engine is housed. Now, uh, it's it's more like uh, kind of like the shoulder -ish that fits underneath the, the bigger parts. So um, it's going to get, if you've seen the Neo Shaman, it's got these really big, giant pods that come off the shoulders. So I'm working on the parts where the more big pods come off the shoulders. Um, I need to say I'm almost done with all the big parts. So once I get all the big parts done, it'll be uh, easier to paint because they won't be so time time intensive. Yeah, yeah. The amount of uh, area I'm spray painting. Uh, I've re-put together back uh, the giant scorpion mech that John Bear Ross made for us. That you broke? Uh, I didn't break. I think <laughs> I'm going to put it on again. I'm going to buy this one on my wife too because she put that. <laughs> She put that kettlebell of a purse on top of it. Why was it on the floor? Because it, I didn't want it to go <laughs> flying from my seat if I should suddenly have to break. These Wisconsin drivers are, are a bit crazy. <laughs> when I was coming back from Lake Geneva with it. <laughs> um, anything else more Mark related? 
No, because it was my my uh, my painting rotation was Zhang Cowboys Scorpion. Zhang Cowboys Scorpion. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. There's no Mexican I paint- Cowboys. I know. I was just painting some. Unless it's but so were- what's that? Uh, what's that? Wild West Exodus? Is that the one? I think there's Mex in that game. Is there a Mex in that game? I think there might be. Uh, small ones. Yeah, that's all right. It's not that. Uh, it's regular Cowboys? Yeah, it's just extra painting Pinkertons. That <laughs> just cuts. Uh, <laughs> so it was just a cycle. Is like, you know, I was waiting for that to dry, work on that. Wait, waiting for that to dry, work on that. So. Uh, that that but, routine can, can really help get things done, though. Yeah, sure. so, uh, but my problem is that I didn't think, like, wow, I should just take pictures as I was, as I'm working <laughs> along so we can show progress. I'm, so, I'm terrible about that, too. <laughs> I'm like, um, I just want to get this. Yeah, I mean, my problem is half the time I just leave my phone upstairs, and then I don't want to climb the stairs to go back upstairs to get it. Bring your phone with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, or yeah, have I'm, a second phone. I'm not one of the... I'm, or a camera. I'm sure you do have a camera down there somewhere. <laughs> I'm an older gentleman, which I don't really need to have the phone with me. I'm sure you so. have a camera down there. Do you have a landline set up, Dad? I wish. I have a webcam. But, uh, no actual camera? I'm amazed that you don't have a camera to take pictures back in the day of your all your stuff. No, if I do take a picture, it's with my phone. See? What about before you and had then, And then you go and get the film printed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see the categories. <laughs> so you don't need to have your phone with you every time. Wow. Yeah. Now, now uh, she wants to leave. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Now she wants to leave, and she kind of shut the door on herself. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> oh, well. All right. So, uh, but that's it for me. Just those two. Um, and she found two a toy. Mexico working on. So. Um, All right. Well, for for my part, uh, nothing terribly mech related. But well, that wasn't me or the cat. Um, <laughs> But uh, one thing I, I, I did wind up doing um, this last month is, uh, so like one of the, the challenges for me is wanting to, to spend more, uh, you know, spend time with, with my wife, um, but also like work on hobby stuff. And it, it's just been that thing where like, we hang out either upstairs, but my hobby uh, space is in the basement. And uh, the Corvus Games Terrain a while back had a Kickstarter for uh, these like portable painting kits called paint pals and so i actually i 3d printed uh you know i got it and then the 3d printed a whole bunch of it up and it basically has a whole mess of different like trays for paint pots uh droppers uh brushes mini storage like the whole nine you keep all your project and all in one thing yeah exactly yeah. And, and i even had like i got a wet palette in it yeah. and everything like that so so basically i have everything I need if I just to do a little like project I can bring that upstairs with me and then I basically just have a cup with water uh some paper towel and and maybe maybe a hard you know cardboard surface or something to in case I uh you know get any paint on (laughs) but but it's it's actually been really nice uh because then I can you know kind of be be present uh as well as you know strike while the iron's hot because it's all for me like that hobby time is something that kind of comes and goes and so i always want to like oh, I'm, I'm i'm motivated to to work on a project i want to i want to get that done and so this has really been really been beneficial to 
kind of make that a possibility for me. So that's that's been really neat um, as, as far as a hobby goes. I, I want in, in a way, I, I guess it was a little mech character. Uh, there's a Dreadball mini that's basically a little a woman in a, in a oh, yeah. power suit. I love suit. That, that little. Yeah, I, I, man, I didn't look up her name again. It's I like can't remember uh, yet. It's yeah, like it's Kyra like or, something. or something like yeah. that. <laughs> um, the Dreadball with a, in a power suit. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's yeah. a uh, yeah. She's it's like the a mechanic. Mechanite, yeah, the mechanite coach. Oh. Um, or not coach, uh, uh, captain. And, um, and, and yeah, so it's, it's basically this woman in this, this power suit and, uh, I'm, I'm painting her up for uh, dead zone to be an engineer for my rebel oh, that's list. Cool. And, uh, and it, it's turned out really nice. It's part of a project I've got going where I, I want to revisit kind of the original, uh, dead zone faction that I started with, uh, when I was, yeah, started painting with Meyer Meyer brand paints out of the squeeze tubes and <laughs> and uh, and they look terrible and I don't want them to see the, the table anymore but I want to play Rebs so it's like all right time to yeah. it's hard to get new ones time time to to and I I've got plenty of the models so it's it's just a matter of like okay I need to I have like five I think I need to paint and I've I've got my my little faction all set and ready to go um, so that's kind of uh, the project on my horizon. And uh, and like I said, the, the the Paint Pal set has just been really really nice to to have that portable painting kit to, cool. to take with me. So yeah, I think that uh, that about wraps up the drop sip section of the show. And thank you again for uh, John Bear Ross for sponsoring this section. And uh, we're going to be coming back with the Comstar. Comstar. Message from Comstar. And welcome to the Comstar. This is the portion of the show where we talk about TVs, movies, books, comics, RPGs, video games, the whole nine, everything under the sun, and some things behind it. And uh, and so uh, we're going to start with with Pat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, again, uh, not too much with the thing. Uh, mostly neck related. I have been reading the heavy heavy. Uh, Heavy gear blitz. Heavy gear? Uh, heavy gear blitz rulebook it because uh, I know we're gonna try and hopefully get to play a game before Gen Con. Uh, so I've been kind of reading it, still working. I haven't worked through all the rules yet. Uh, I need to hurry to get through because I need to read my faction so I can start building my army. Yeah, I think the actual uh, rules are pretty simple. It's the uh, there's a lot of special abilities. That's where it gets yeah. complicated. And that's where I'm kind of. Uh, 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 in the quicksand part of the book is mm-hmm. where you know you go through it. You're going pretty fast. You're like, okay, standard, standard, standard set. <laughs> yeah, ECM and stuff like that's a little complicated, but it definitely, yeah. Uh, yeah there's a lot of different uh, abilities in that game. <laughs> so uh, I've been reading that. Uh, what else? Oh, I got this the other day. Oh, oh, he's turning. He's turning. He's going to fall off his chair. No. He's fading into the distance. Uh, so we were talking in another podcast. Oh, what podcast would that be? That would be the Dragon's Tome. The a wonderful YouTube show. The award-winning YouTube channel, award uh, Dragon's Tome, that goes you, over... The award was presented by Mobile Arm Radio just now. Yes. <laughs> uh, it goes over the Dragon Magazine, but uh, outside of that, we saw an ad for a faster game called Combots. 
This was around 1980-ish. I think it was 83. Yeah, I was looking for a date on this box, but it doesn't say. I think it was 82 or 83, I think. Yeah, uh, where you built a robot, and then you battle in the arena. And I went and found one that was, oh, oh put your, Put it in front of your face. Oh, he's gone. Oh, no. no wow, that's amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Robo technology. You literally cannot see that box. <laughs> Combat. Right, there, there, there we go. There we go. We can kind of see. There we go. There you go. If I don't hold it, if I don't hold it straight up. There you go. If you hold it straight up, it disappears. That's yep, amazing. Yep. No, that's neat. It's a big uh, so, box set. It, it, it's yeah. all metal, right? Does it weigh a ton? It doesn't weigh a ton, but the 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 robots are metal, and you can customize each one of these robots because it comes with like eight sets of arms that you can build. Oh wow! So this is like uh, it's even neat. on hex. That's neat because it's this is BattleTech before BattleTech existed. This is faster back in the day. This is sticking their little toes into mech combat, so it's interesting. It's hex based. I think that's kind of cool. So, I, wonder, I wonder how the rules. If you'd see some basic BattleTech stuff in those rules. Uh, I don't know. I haven't opened it because it's shrink wrapped, and I was, it was in a dilemma. It looks it looks <laughs> brand new. I wouldn't open that. I was I was, I was in a dilemma about whether to open it or not. I just buy another copy. I, well, I did. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I put that. I put that. Uh, I put that on the mobile armor radio. Posted. Hey, got this. Blah blah blah. Dilemma. Do I open it or do I get another one? And then, oh, I can't remember his name now. But uh, basically, one of our listeners shouted. Uh, Shout, shouted me out or no? Made fun of you? Not necessarily made fun, but he uh, basically said the same thing you said. Just get a new one if you can get a new one. Get another <laughs> one. So I've been on eBay looking for one that's open and used, but with all the, at least with all the arms. I'm more worried about. Yeah, there's a lot of bits. Arms. Yeah, there's a lot of teeny bits. So. I, I think if if anything, make sure you record with that webcam that you have in your basement. <laughs> When you open it, because then then you've you preserved that time capsule. Yes. In a digital format. Uh, so uh, our buddy Joe Blowski, aka Jack from Dragonstone, did say, uh, uh, he did say you're a lunatic. You you did it. And uh, <laughs> yes, right. Jason but Fraser also, did say. Jason Fraser, yeah, that's who it was. Jason yeah. Fraser call, basically called me out and said, "Well, you know what you need to do." <laughs> <That's right. laughs> because he asked me, he goes, "Can you get one?" And I go, yeah, there are some that are fairly full. Because well, then you know you need what to do. You know, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, as always, you can see all these posts on our Facebook page, Mobile Arm Radio. So do come join us there. Yeah, because it's a fun uh, time. Even if you hate Facebook, yeah. just join for our group. Exactly. <laughs> um, and you only get to interact with nice people then. That's right. Because we we honestly, have a pretty pretty awesome honestly. Group. That's true. I'm not gonna. That, there's not even a joke in there. Yeah. No. Um, no, that's that's the honest truth there. Uh, heavy gear, combats. <laughs> they didn't read anything because of hobby. Well, you know, it's, this is how it goes. I mean, the hobby yeah, or yeah. reading. No, I hear you. I just don't know why that is, but that's the way it is in my life. I mean, I mean that's just time. <laughs> so, uh, just want to make sure I haven't missed anything else as far as mech related things we were listening. Uh, oh, I fixed. I filled out my uh, pledge manager for the BattleTech Kickstarter. Yeah, so did I. Yep. Uh, I how how much extra? Sh- I had to pick. A, I didn't know. I didn't buy a lot of extra. I bought, uh, but I had to pick all my different things, and yeah. I didn't know what I was picking. I'm like, oh, yeah. I kept going back to the web, to the uh, to the, the Kickstarter, Kickstarter page and go back and forth. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I just was like, all right, I'll get that, I'll get that. Whatever I don't get, I'm sure Rob will have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did add a few dollars on top, but yeah. <laughs> did I add anything else? I don't think I added anything else because uh, I didn't know what I would be adding, honestly. There was a couple books added, plus I got a t-shirt. That's what I did. I stayed away from the books because we got all these books one day at Gen Con, remember? Oh, yeah. And so I don't, but oh, you don't remember what then, you have. I don't remember what I got, uh, and I don't want to. End I write it down. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to end up with the same thing I've done with. Oh, the I've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> so I have basically the Monstrous Collect Compendium from AD and D, volumes one, two, and three. I have two copies of each because I wasn't <laughs> paying attention to what I was buying. Yeah. I've done it before at BattleTech back in the day, but and it'll be like, oh, so, damn, I already have this. Books in particular, I, I've now started keeping a, a collection like list on my phone of books. So when I go to a used store, you know, used bookstore, I'm like, okay, is this is this on my list? Do I have this already? Here you go. Here's proof right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at at uh, Gen Con or at uh, Deptcon, I uh, bought the the uh, Alpha Strike cards, and then at uh, Games Plus, and then once I went to actually at Deptcon. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get those Office Strike cards, and I bought them again. <laughs> so within the same weekend, I bought the same thing twice. So I'm pretty bad. Uh, bring bring, bring the other set with you oh, yeah. when you come for Gen Con, because I might need them. Yeah, you need them. You can always uh, just download I, them, but it's it's good to have. Yeah, because I didn't buy them in the in the thing, yeah. and I, I don't remember if I picked them up at Adepticon. I don't think you did. Uh, what I did add was the initiative cards, though. Oh, did you get those? That's good. Yeah, I added initiative cards. That's interesting. Yeah, there was uh, a bunch of stuff that on that uh, on the back end that you could add, it, like so many extra mechs and stuff. Oh, you could have been a, it could have easily been an extra thousand dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, it it was crazy the amount of stuff that was on there. So and new yeah, books so. that they never announced that just showed up. And oh, you did buy that would, that's what you bought at Adepticon. You bought all the signed books. That's what you bought. I did buy those books. Yeah, they were available in the <laughs> yeah. back Kickstarter backer too. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure, late pledges are open for people who want to get in there too. So if anybody wants to get in on that bat, uh, BattleTech Kickstarter, but it'll be, all be available later. I don't. I don't know how much yeah. there is a discount. I'm sure, but it's probably. I mean, they haven't closed it, so if there's something, I think it's open until September. So it's, it's open yeah. I can always time. go back and I can always go back and re-add extra stuff. Yeah, and change my pledge around a little bit. So yeah. Um. But that's it. Uh, who's next? Rob, you got something? Are we gonna yeah, me? <laughs> you can piggyback right off of that if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did all that. I did my Battletech uh, uh, Kickstarter. Uh, Battletech also announced that they're doing an Essentials box that's going to be sold at Target, which is awesome. That's going to expand the... the mm. It's like a it's a beginner's box, really. It's two mechs, I think. And it's a set on Solaris 7, so it's kind of like uh, gladi- gladiatorial combat. But it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's really going to expand their player base by getting into Target. That that's huge. So, yeah, a lot of people are complaining. Oh, I, I, we can't get it here because it's not Target. But it's not for you. It's for the new people. It's for kids who go look at shiny mechs. I want to play this game. So that's that'll yeah. be fun. Hopefully, it's uh, Alpha Strike rules, but I doubt it. So all these kids will be turned <laughs> off once they uh, <laughs> try to play the game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and they did a fun uh, fun commercial for it with the. Uh, with the original voice actor from back in the day from the Mech Warrior 2 or Mech Warrior 3 games. So. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So it was kind of fun. Uh, what else? Oh, I backed the uh, 
it's currently on actually on Kickstarter is a legendary bundle from Legendary Pictures, but it's uh, Pacific Rim and uh, God, not Godzilla, um, uh, King Kong. <laughs> uh, they did the uh, yeah. What, what was that? I saw that Kong and Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's uh, they're two separate uh, RPG expansions, kind of. For there's an Everyday Heroes rule set, which is pretty much D and D five E, I think, but it's uh, set for modern day. So, but they yeah. do a Pacific Rim version. They do. They do King Kong. They do Highlander. They do uh, what's that show you like with the uh, with the portals You'll that they go to, to different worlds? Uh, Me? Yes. Stargate. Stargate. They do <laughs> oh, Stargate. Stargate. They do Stargate. <laughs> they do a bunch of different game. Like uh, they have a bunch of different licenses that they kind of build mm. expansions for for their rule set up with. And they're doing a Kickstarter bundle. It's like a box set for both King Kong and. I didn't uh, realize they did Stargate and Highlander. Yeah, they do a bunch. They like wow. the crow. They do a crow one. I, I know. Hopefully, they'll be at Gen Con because I'd love to go to their booth and actually see all the different ones. Because I'm sure I'd I'd buy a bunch of those. Just well, a lot of movies the, that I love. So it'd be fun. The exhibitor map is up. I think is it? Oh, just, I gotta check that. Out. It might be, it might be available just to me only. So oh, <laughs> maybe I won't check it out. But it's uh, who makes that? It's um, damn. Now I gotta remember who makes it. Oh well, huh? look it up. Legendary bundle Pacific Rim. I will have the link in the show notes anyways. Evil Genius Games. That's who it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, the uh, Heavy Gear Blitz. We talked about that. The RPG Kickstarter ended. I didn't have this because at Adepticon I'll pick it up, I'm sure. But uh, ended up with $100,000 and 808 backers, which is cool. 100000 Canadian. But, uh, so it's good for them. They, they, they're they going to update their uh, Kickstarter with brand new art and stuff. That Their uh, RPG rules for Heavy Gear Blitz. That world is really expansive, so it's kind of like their setting, so it's kind of fun that they've got an RPG. I think it was an, originally it was an RPG when they first started the game back in the day. So Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. that's, a good, that's a good question. Yeah, I think that's what the, it was when, it? The, when it was like the original guys, they they played as an RPG, and then they expanded into the, the rules yeah. for mech fighting. Obviously, you need that. <laughs> so, yeah. On a personal note, I, I finished watching all of the G1 Transformers, and I can say season one was great. It was really bad. Not bad, but season two was not great. And then season three is post-movie, and that was pretty good again because the the, the uh, animation gets really good. I was pretty impressed. At, like It's almost movie animation in season three. And a lot of a lot of fun characters in, from the movie, so you get Galvatron being nuts and things like that. Not enough Galvatron. Starscream. Starscream's ghost shows up, but not enough Starscream because he was killed in the movie. I was, I was about to say. <laughs> like... <laughs> Not enough Starscream in season well, three I after think, the movie. I think after the movie, I, well, I think every, every G one in the movie died. Pretty much a lot of the ones that were discontinued as toys. But uh, I was very upset when Jazz t- took oh, a hit. There was tons of them, but uh, Starscream does come back because he does possess, start possessing people, and it's quite funny because he just and when he, the moment he possesses them, they're like, "Hey, that's Starscream." It's like they instantly know him, <laughs> which I think it's hilarious. <laughs> There's not even a question. <laughs> it's like that voice. We know that voice. <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty fun. So I finished all of G1 Transformers. I don't think I've ever seen season three, only parts of it, because once the movie hit, I, I was definitely old enough not to care anymore, really. I was really into G.I. Joe at the time, so I think the uh, Transformers kind of fell by the wayside, but I enjoyed it. It's all on YouTube for free on the Hasbro, I think it's Hasbro Pulse, something like that, Hasbro something. They got a name for their channel. Just look up Transformers, and they'll have every single episode. So there you go. And I'm also watching, I'm almost done, I think i got about five or six more episodes of Armored Fleet Daruger 15. 
classic Voltron, <laughs> vehicle Voltron. But I, I'm going with my theme of watching the originals because they're so much better than the American versions. So <laughs> they are though. That's not a lie. Yeah, like it's surprisingly violent. It's surprisingly thoughtful. It, the themes are pretty deep. It's all about like these poor surveyors just getting thrown into a war. They don't want to. They're like young kids and they don't want to have to deal yeah, with this. Who's, who's I forget the name of the enemy in in the outer guys. Uh, in the in the Japanese version, they're called Galveston, which I always thought was funny because it's Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, against our Texas listeners, we we love you guys. It's really fun. Other than like, it's a classic. Like it's from 1984 or something like that. The classic. Every single episode has to show them combine in full, like yeah. doing the Voltron combining thing for the whole time. So gotta stretch that that time yeah. limit yeah that budget man well, it's especially as long as it's 15 vehicles coming together yeah but they and they also have to uh they always have to inject one fight scene like even if it's a flashback because there's some times they're just discussing this war that's going to be happening and like having a lot of you know behind the scenes maneuvering or like trying to have peace talks and stuff and all of a sudden they have to be like, I remember that one time we fought this thing. <laughs> they have to show the fight because it must be like, oh, we got to, you know, the kids are watching. We got to have them fight something. So, but yeah, every, it's pr- every episode. We have to have five minutes of violence. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Japanese people, they didn't like, obviously they were, they were affected. Called. Uh, just called, I think it was just called Dairuga sword actually. Is Dairuga sword? Um, but yeah, they were affected by World War II. You can tell Japanese people because, yeah. man, yeah. this is a lot of like post-traumatic stress. That's what this whole show oh, yeah. is about. And uh, yeah, there's like an episode where one of the wounded soldiers from the from the bad guys they take care of him, but then he has to go back to his people and they just kill him. And they and they he's like burning in his ship and they show it and the guy's trying to save him and it was like oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is for you know those those kids they they watch some for crazy kids. stuff. A lot of swearing, like a lot of people getting called asshole and bastard, and I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. No nudity. There's no uh, Gundam-like nudity in this one, though, so we got that going for us. (laughs) But it's a really good show. Like, I'm I'm amazed. Like, I'm always amazed by all these old, old anime. I always thought the 15 or the vehicle one was better than the Lion one. Oh, I think it is for sure. I'd like to go watch the original Japanese Lion one. Maybe it's a lot better, too. It's We get sanitized ones over here, for sure. Like, yeah. obviously, we're, Macross and Robotech are very similar. Like, like they're not. But you go on to like to Mospeda and stuff. It really changes by then. I do. I, I do want to see actually uh, Southern Cross because I hate Southern Cross as like the Robotech season two or whatever it is. I, I find it yeah. terrible. So I, I'm curious if the original series is as bad as the Robotech version. But maybe it's just because they tried to shoehorn it into Robotech and it didn't really make much sense. Maybe that's why it's bad. <laughs> so hopefully that's the probably- original. I would I've, probably I've, put money on that. Yeah, I've heard it's it's probably like the most different, like yeah. like the one they had to really spin it the hardest. To <laughs> it's like Robotech, it Robotech the movie or whatever it was it had nothing to do with Robotech. And watching the original version, I'm like, how they even fit this in? Other than the the things were kind of look like Veritex, some of the vehicles, and some look like the Mospita bikes. So it's like, okay, but this is not connected to any way. <laughs> like it was it was crazy how I don't know even how they would fit that in, but. Good stuff. Right? So, if anybody has any suggestions for other like stuff that was brought to the United States as a different cartoon, let me know because I've been enjoying it. I've, I've pretty much gone through most of them. So, and I've watched all the uh, unseen BattleTech shows. I think at this point, so I've caught up on my my classic anime. I'm catching up at least. So, 
<laughs> fun stuff. What about you, Brian? You got anything? Well, uh, I, I've continued a little bit uh, working on the, the Horizon uh, Forbidden West uh, game, the, the robot dinosaur one. Um, and they, they keep throwing giant dinosaurs at me. <laughs> so that's that's always fun. Um, interesting new villain. And I, I won't I won't spoil it because it is a, a kind of neat moment in the game when when stuff really kind of shifts in, in the <laughs> dynamic. Um, but uh, I, I'm I'm enjoying that one. Uh, I will say, speaking of, of retro, I've I finally finished Xeno Gears. <laughs> it's only taken you forty years. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what happens in the finale. <laughs> Classic. It, it it, it has Classic. kind of one of those Evangelion yeah. kind of just uh, becomes metaphysical at the end. You're like, what the hell is going on? Just a lot yeah. Of- a lot like, of characters spinning around each other and bright lights <laughs> flashing. Yeah, yeah, and classics. And split personality disorder, like the the like full on like. Yes, this person has is their psyche has split into three, and yeah. we're merging them, and then and uh, and then they're separate people, and then oh yeah, it was all part of a crashed alien ship. It's uh, Square Enix did it, right? Or uh, yes, yeah. uh, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was SquareSoft. SquareSoft back then. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were still SquareSoft at that. Point. Yeah, I think so. They um, after seven they switched. So yeah, I think yeah. I think Chrono Trigger was before seven, wasn't it? <coughs> Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Chrono Trigger came out before this because because Luca actually is in the intro of Xenogears. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's, a cameo. it's crazy. It's all, <laughs> all together. But they, I, I was just going to say, I don't think Squaresoft has ever really landed any of their games. They all have weird endings. So this, this one in particular, I think I mentioned it last time. Like you can definitely tell they ran into budget uh, mm-hmm. issues uh, with the, with the project where, where suddenly like rather than going places and completing tasks, just we're like, this is what like, happened. We're sat in a room with like a character telling us, and then we went and had this adventure. And, uh, and this guy showed up and we fought him. And, and you know, it was great. You should have been there. Into, all these people turned into mutant monsters because we released nanomachines into the atmosphere. And I'm not kidding. That is a plot line. That, that is never happened cold. to you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a whole. And, uh, they took it a whole like uh, segment of the game. Yeah. So, and and I mean like, yeah. It's it's a weird. I can see why people like, like really, like when it came out, where it, it is that one. Like if it if it grabs you and you get really invested, like I can see why you'd really enjoy it. But like, I don't know if it's just the way I played, where I'm like an hour and a half at a time. Yeah, not enough to get in. Stretched here. throughout you know, almost years worth of, mm-hmm. of gaming. Cause it was like, I think I clocked in almost 80 hours. Wow. Like it, it was a long game and, and that wasn't even with much, uh, like grinding as far as levels and stuff go. So it was, uh, I'm happy to have it done. And in the rear view, <laughs> uh, I don't think I'd ever play it again. No. Um, it, it has some neat concepts, but it like, like characters just, are added to your party 
for like an event mm. and they they sit in your party and are never relevant again to the story <laughs> he's like what are you and, doing and, here still like i and it, yeah. it goes down to like you know i've got a i've got a like a cast of eight characters and i'm using three yeah. like I, I i don't care about the rest of them at all. who are you again why yeah. are you with why me? are you with me yeah yeah so so that you know if, if you like Xenogears, gears you know more power to you uh, you know, ultimately, it did it did go on to spawn uh, the Xeno Saga series is kind of a spinoff of it with a lot of similar motifs. Like it, it's Xeno Gears all takes place like with this premise of this spaceship crashes on this planet, and you're kind of dealing with that planet. But that you know, there's still all this space. Yeah, the whole universe <laughs> that, that, to explore. Yeah. Ultimately, cause these events to happen, and I think that's that's where they kind of spin it off. Because uh, the the Xenosaga has a lot of space travel in it, um, and then I don't I can't confirm personally if the Xenoblade Chronicles series, I believe it's another spinoff of it, yeah. um, but uh, I, I couldn't tell you how interconnected they well, are. Well, we know how interconnected all the Final Fantasies are, so not at all. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, up to up until about three, I think, right? Then it Maybe. starts to go a little wonky. Well, that depends if you're using U.S. Uh, numbering yeah, system right. on that. That's totally different. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's right. But uh, but anyway, so so that's you know gears. I'm I'm glad to have it done. Uh, I don't think I'll ever play it again. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a shining endorsement. It's a long, it's a long slog. Um, that said, something that I have really been enjoying is the the Gundam Witcher Mercury. Uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. We just hit episode 18. And this is a show people should be watching. I am it the Gundam Witch. It is really good. Yeah. Um, I gotta it's catch got, up. It. It's got some really powerful moments, um, and, and some really like some great mech fights. Where is that streaming? So people know. Crunchyroll. Uh, YouTube. Uh, Crunchyroll has it. Yeah. Uh, is is the simulcast, and I believe Gundam Info on YouTube uh, is also releasing episodes. I I forget. They they have been doing the dub too. There's like a simulcast dub oh. uh, that's been going out. That's good. I think I think it's a little bit behind, but um, like like just days yeah, as yeah. opposed to like it's not like a week behind or anything like that. Because it's uh, this this is a this is a show that uh, you know if I miss they air on Sunday and if I miss it I'm like I can't go on Twitter oh, yeah. for the day because <laughs> <laughs> they'll be talking about everything yeah. that happened. That's cool. Um, no, it, I've been I've been really loving the show. Uh, the The ending theme uh, for the second season is is pretty pretty spectacular, um, and it's definitely an earworm worth listening to. Uh, I think it's called Red Birthmark, and uh, yeah. So so go check out Gundam Witcher Mercury. Uh, it's a it's a great new Let's entry get... into the Gundam yeah. series. No previous knowledge of Gundam is required. Uh, it's all all brand new. And um, and pretty cool. Nice. So, with that, uh, I think I think puts a pin in Comstar, and we're gonna head on over to the Mech Bay Hanger and talk about our main topic for the episode. Mech Bay Hanger. Wow, that's that's some deep voice. Now entering the Mech Bay Hanger. Welcome to the Mech Bay Hanger. This is where we talk about kind of a little roundtable topic. Uh, for our episode, 
and uh, it's different every month. So so hopefully it's different every month. Sometimes we repeat. Have we repeated? Were. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember last week. So I don't think we last last month. We're five was, seasons uh, deep, man. We've got to have said the same thing. I don't think we have. Honestly, we've been pretty good. We've been pretty good. We've done similar um, things, I think. Yeah, yeah. Not, no repeats. Or, or or we revisit with new that's true topics, like new 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 angles on it. Yes, new angles. Yeah, but uh, but this this McBehaner, uh, I thought it'd be really interesting for us to talk a little bit about kind of our favorite mechanics. You know, the folks that keep these. Oh, giant I thought mechanics. you meant mechanics in games. Oh no. Like, oh, me too. <laughs> I like uh, I like uh, random pulls of uh, chits from a bag. <laughs> I, I like D tens. I like exploding eights. I'm just gonna go. throw that out there. There you go. It's the best dice mechanic ever. Um, but yeah, so so we're talking uh, mechanics from anime or video games or you know books even. Uh, you know, Fire just the, the 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 characters that uh, sometimes. Uh, go behind the scenes, but nonetheless uh, form a very integral uh, uh, cog in the machine, as it were. Yeah, see what I did there? Yeah, very good. <laughs> cog, I get it. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I thought uh, I'll, I'll kind of start things off with, uh, with my first one. And I'm going to go with uh, Shasta Rayleigh uh, from All You Need Is Kill. All you need uh, so, is kill. So those unfamiliar with this uh, particular uh, series, uh, this is the the, um, the light novel and manga that was made into uh, Edge of Tomorrow, starring Tom Cruise. Uh, so it, it's the Groundhog's Day with with power suits and fighting alien monsters. Uh, this is kind of the original that it was based off of, and in the in the original series, there's a, a mechanic that helps out um, kind of our, our two main leads uh, named uh, Shasta. And uh, one of the big things she does is she crafts the, the battle axes that mm. they use for their, their power suits. They don't use a, uh, a helicopter propeller in the anime, no, or I mean the manga? As as cool as that was in the, in the movie, like I actually love that part. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense, no. but I love that part. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. They the characters in there. Uh, they found that the the best weapon to combat these giant alien mimic things is not uh, loads and loads of guns and bullets, uh, because you always run out of ammo. No, it's it's you gotta go in for melee. You gotta you have these battle axes, and uh, and so Shasta is is this little uh, kind of uh, dorky looking girl that. Uh, Helps out our, our characters by crafting them for them, and uh, and using them in in battles. So nice. I thought she'd be a fun first pick uh, going into into this uh, topic. So I'm gonna throw it over to Rob next uh, with your first pick. Uh, my first pick is from uh, Bubblegum Crisis, but well, he's been in all of them. But uh, <laughs> his name is uh, Mackie Stingray. He's actually uh, the brother of the main character who creates the bubblegum suits but uh he's he's their mechanic and guy in the suit guy in the seat kind of guy who does he, he doesn't go out in combat at all and he uh he has a natural obsession with his sister which is a little creepy but <laughs> it's a japanese oh, yeah. thing i don't know it's a japanese thing but he's uh yeah he's a fun little character good uh kind of com comedic relief and uh 
also he he actually helps he uh, does a lot of modifications especially for uh pris's suit he keeps modifying because she keeps destroying it so <laughs> he keeps getting better and better so he's he's the one who uh who actually puts it all in mechanically so he's my first one mackie he's he's a weirdo but he's uh <laughs> he's a pretty good mechanic <laughs> how about you pat uh my first one um I really thought long and hard about these things because it's very hard to find the mechanics in these shows, uh, in these anime shows, especially when you have like Gundam, which has got like seventeen variations of that storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, with the exception of, of Amino Ray, who's clearly engineer mechanic from the get-go as his dad, because it was his dad. So I didn't choose him because I, he was the obvious choice. <laughs> so then my next obvious choice would be Hunk from Voltron, the yellow yeah. line pad. He is literally their mechanic engineer. Uh, even when they were at the Academy in the new version, he was the engineer mm-hmm. uh, fixing everything for those guys. And so he always at the top of my list when it comes to uh, these uh, robot animes. Uh, because you don't see a lot of the mechanics actually piloting any of the uh, other mechs. And so this is why he stands out to me. Yeah, it's actually in the action, yeah. Yeah, so. And not only that, he becomes a chef in the, sure. in the, in the new ones. He's a multi-threat. <laughs> yeah, he starts up a culinary empire to bring all the worlds together one meal at a time. Aww. Much much like Ray Kroc. <laughs> not like Ray Kroc. <laughs> Oh, very nice. Uh, so my next one, and I didn't really have a, a particular order uh, for mine, but uh, in in Rory Swan from StarCraft II, uh, so he's he's mostly featured in the Wings of Liberty campaign uh, where you're playing as the Terrans. Is Wings of Liberty uh, that's the second version StarCraft II? Uh, it, it's the the first one uh, where you because you go you go Terrans. It, it's Wings of Liberty, Heart of the Swarm, and uh, Whatever the Protoss one Something of the called. Void. Yeah. I think. But uh, it's StarCraft 2. It's based off StarCraft 2. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so uh, Rory is is the mechanic on, on uh, Jim Rayner's uh, battleship, the Hyperion. And uh, and it's, it's one thing that that game uh, did that was different from the first StarCraft was like you got to wander around your ship and interact with a lot of the, the characters and the cast uh, that are kind of on your team, uh, which is which really makes for some really fascinating, uh, you know, engagements in the story. And, and in some cases, you could uh, it could impact your your game, or they could send you on quests uh, to complete stuff. Uh, but Rory was a he's he's kind of like a, a dwarf looking guy uh he he's short in stature um but he he's got you know a combination of words of wisdom but he's always talking about all the all the stuff that's uh working or not working on the ship uh and that he needs uh jim or and or the player to uh to complete (laughs) and or the player and uh it's just really neat because it it, he's another character that works as a good foil for uh james rayner uh because we we you know, a lot of the story revolves around him, and so you know how other characters interact with him uh, definitely kind of helps shape 
you know, who we understand him as uh, in, in that new game series. So, yeah, Rory Swan, he's a, he's a fun character. Nice. Huh? You, Rob? Uh, that, that reminds me, of, he's not, this is not my pick, but it reminds me of the, uh, the mechanic from uh, MechWarrior 5. That guy. It's the exact opposite. He, I wanted to space that guy so often. <laughs> He's such yeah. a dick. Oh, from the MechWarrior Mac 5? Is that the yeah. same guy? He's in, in the, the he always, always yelling at you for... No, it's... Is, that the, is that the same guy from MechWarrior... From Battletech? Uh, yeah. No. For no. Battletech, well, I think it was a girl in Battletech, and she was all right. But in in MechWarrior 5, that guy just complains all the time. He complains and you get your, your robots beat up. He complains that you're destroying a city and it's it's a war yeah, crime. Come on. Too, which is why I didn't pick him. Yeah, he's horrible. <laughs> I hate that guy. Uh, my choice, though, is from uh, Fang of the Sun Dugram, is Heckle G. Thompson. Uh, he starts out as a, a POW, really. The the uh, the Dugram guys, they, they pretty much kidnap him to, uh, to help repair the, their uh, mechs, and he uh, eventually he gets uh, what do they call it when you're uh, you're brainwashed by your your uh, oppressors, <laughs> uh, and, you, and you like them. It's uh, yeah, it's Hel- named after Hel- somebody, Helsinki. Yeah, yeah Helsinki. Helsinki. No, it's not Helsinki. It's, no. uh, I, I was literally anyways. thinking of the line from Die Hard. Oh gosh, <laughs> Helsinki, Sweden. <laughs> but uh, anyways, he uh, joins them. I remember it. He joins them and then they, uh, he makes friends with Stockholm Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> and uh, he makes friends with the uh, group, and then he becomes a diehard member. And uh, he's he's quite funny, a lot of humor because he just keeps getting beat up all the time. At the beginning, it's like, oh my god, this guy is being abused. <laughs> like they really threaten to kill him pretty much if he doesn't help them. But then he, he joins them eventually. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, sleep well, Wesley. Yeah, probably kill you in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fun. Doug is a fun anime people should watch. Pat, what's your next one? My next one, I was, again, looking to break the mold of said mechanic-mech relations. And I went with uh, something from my past who stands out a lot when it comes... When I hear mechanic, this guy pops up into my brain a lot, too. And that's... Uh, uh, Sparky from Speed Racer. <laughs> I, I was gonna. My honorable mention was Pops. So. <laughs> yeah, I almost did Pops, but Sparky was the guy who worked mostly on the Mach Five after Pops mm. created it. And, yeah. Uh, and he's an integral part of the Mach Five Go team. Uh, you know, he's always fixing it, always doing things. He's even snooping around other people's cars to make more improvements <laughs> on the Mach Five by looking, stealing at, other people's uh, ideas. Yeah. So. Uh, Sparky. Um, yeah. I dig it. I, I, I dig Sparky, the cartoon guy, not Sparky, the live action. I, I've never seen seen the live action one, but I can imagine it's, it's not horrible. good. It's not yeah. good. That The movie had so much potential. Your, your mileage may vary. It had a lot of, had a lot of good actors in it. <laughs> Brian likes uh, Days of Thunder, so he probably loved Speed Racer. <laughs> well, the, thing, the problem is that they, they bubblegummed it a little too much, in my opinion. Mm. The races we, were just law of physics defying yeah there was the it car look, foo. <laughs> yeah it looked more like a hot a hot wheels race yeah than an actual race i mean if they just toned it I, down I mean, the the bottom of the cars were like flat like a hot wheels car yeah, yeah. 
if they had just toned it down a little bit and maybe just made it more a little hair a bit more realistic the movie would have been so much better it, it it's it's really slapstick it's really in like loud and in your face i guess times. if you go in knowing color wise yeah color wise it's it's horrible it's seizure inducing is what it is yeah um yeah but again they had this they had the, they had uh, i think enough star power to make it a really good did they ever it's, do it's a, a real thing where they, they captured the cartoon really well it's just did you should you have done that for a live action well even but the races were over the top over the cartoon even yeah the cartoon races, was always like on the road cartoon races. were at least they were like uh, rally races more yeah more like rally races yeah. instead of these <laughs> crazy arenas and stuff yeah like you said carfu is a good way to put it I, that's what they called it actually <laughs> is that what they called jesus yeah. I well, mean, they, it was it was the Wachowskis. Yeah, they they kind of invented uh, something foo right from the. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, but, uh, it, it didn't anyway, turn out good. It didn't like turn I out said, good. your mileage will will definitely vary on that uh, <laughs> that movie. Now we got to watch so. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Well, uh, for for my last one uh, for for this month, I, I I know I've talked a lot about uh, one of my favorite anime series, Outlaw Star. And Alastar, the ship would be nothing without uh, the, the essentially like co-pilot and and mechanic Jim Hawkins, uh, working alongside his buddy Gene Starwind. The the pair of them, uh, they're they're thick as thieves. They're they're, you know, practically brothers. And uh, and Jim is is a boy genius, uh, named named after uh, Jim Hawkins and and and. Uh, uh, Stephen Hawking's actually, so he's he's a combo of the character from Treasure Island and <laughs> and a genius, so a, a real life genius. So um, you know he he's constantly uh, trying to figure out ways to to keep to keep everything above you know not above board but floating. I'll yeah. say that keep it uh, keep everything running. Yeah, yeah, keep keep everything running, uh, and and they they constantly butt heads. Uh, over over those kinds of topics, uh, but he definitely is does form a, a really strong heart of the team, and uh, and he even has some some really powerful and emotional uh, moments throughout the show, um, and and yeah, I, I just he's he's a really great character, and uh, I you know he's he's one of the the things that really makes Outlaw Star uh, what it is. So yeah, how about you, Rob? What's your last one? My last one is uh, from a little-known show called Pat Labor. <laughs> it's I of course that one, but I know how much you love Pat. Labor. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh he's uh, Chief Sotero Sakai Sakaki Sakaki. Anyways, he's uh he's he's like a looming presence the whole time. They they they're so scared of him. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so funny. He's uh. He's an old guy with glasses. <laughs> yeah, and he just everybody respects him, and all the mechanics just work under him, and they 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 work for him like that. He's like their man, but he just gets so pissed off when the uh, every time the uh, the police bring back the uh, Pat Labor is always destroyed, always destroyed. So he's always got to have to fix him back up. And he's just he's just so stoic, but you could tell he's just annoyed. <laughs> he's annoyed with everybody. He's annoyed with the young mechanics screwing around all the time. He's annoyed with the pilots. He's just so he's he's a fun character. He never makes a joke, but he's he's funny to watch. So that's why I liked him. It's uh, I I do suggest watch that original OVA. 
Like the movies are super serious and make nothing like the OVA, but the OVA is hilarious. So watch that original OVA is my suggestion to everyone. Pat, what's your uh, last one? My last one goes near and dear to my heart, which would be Chief Tokugawa from Space Battleship Yamato. Mm. Good choice. He's the man who is entrusted with knowing how the the reactor works. You this know? crazy <laughs> alien thing that we, we found. It's like, hey, you're the guy that knows how to work it, right? Yep, he's, he's the guy who knows. He's the guy who works the wave motion engine, and without the wave motion engine, there is no wave motion gun. True, or so, a wave motion anything. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so uh, he died, but you know he dies in spoilers. The oh come on! <laughs> you haven't seen it by now. Uh, but he doesn't die in the remake cartoon. Spoilers. No. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they say he dies, but they don't show his death in the movie. The live action movie. So, what is he? Is he alive, dead, or just He's missing Schrodinger's mechanic. He's both alive yes. and dead. And dead. He's alive in so, the ship, in the hearts of the crew. That's yeah. right. One thing I liked about the Tokugawa character, aside from that, you know, he was like days from retiring, but chose to... <laughs> go on the battleship because of the wave motion gun uh, he was also very good friends with the captain and held a lot of good sway and decision making on what to do in that 20, 23, was it 23 days they had to get to Iskandar I don't know I don't remember the original timeline I can't remember, I think it was days that they had to get to Iskandar they had to go quick oh, Yes. <laughs> the, earth, the earth was dying <laughs> So uh, it's always dying. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just like that character. Showed his dedication to, uh, you know, because he, all he does is talk about how he wanted to just retire and be with his granddaughter, <laughs> and then here you got to save the world. You know, do I save the world? Yes, yeah, for my granddaughter, basically. Yeah. So we can retire. I was one day away from retirement. Yeah. I, I think it was actually literally it's two days actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to put in a full day yet, so that's. <laughs> So, get back to work. Nice, uh, good, but good selections. He, right. Yeah, he's the, the uh, out of all the mechanics though. He sticks out in my memory the most. Mm. There you go. Good, good, good uh, topic there, Brian. Yeah, thanks. And and if if you the audience uh, know of any any mechanics that we we haven't covered, you know, someone someone that really kind of you know maybe behind the scenes but holds holds it all together. Uh, for for our heroes to win the day, you know, feel free to to leave comments uh, in our our social medias below, and uh, you know we'd love to hear uh, you know any any that uh, you have or recommendations for shows that have really cool mechanics. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton. I mean, oh yeah, in the Gundam series alone. Oh yeah, yeah, Gundam's Gundam's got a lot. I know what my honorable mention was going to be uh, Howard from Gundam Wing, just because he's. Like he, he was actually the first guy that popped into my head when I picked the topic because he's just this dude with a Hawaiian shirt on that uh, duo yeah. uh, befriends when he first gets to Earth and he owns like a, a big ship that the, the Gundams sit on and then eventually he has a spaceship of all his own that he uh, pile, piles around and, and uh, helps all of the Gundam wing pilots. Um, but uh, and he's still wearing that Hawaiian shirt out in space. 
Nice Guy, to do. Guy's got uh, standards. But, uh, but yeah, so we'd love to hear some more. And I think with that, we're going to head on to the X-Fill. X-Fill. We're getting a musical outro every time. Let's X-Fill out of here. No more dancing. No more dancing, because this is the X-Fill. We got to get out of here. And, uh, but, you know. Feel free to, to give us a like and a subscribe now that we're on YouTube. And, uh, you know, hope you guys uh, like the new format of the show. Uh, it's something that we, we will continue to improve on and, and take in the feedback. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear hear from you on that front. And, yes. you know. Make sure to visit our, our sponsor, John Bay Ross. Yep. Yes. And his website. Check out some of his mechs. Uh, definitely uh, like, share, subscribe, as they always say. Join us on Facebook. That's where the magic happens. We do have Discord. It's it's got some stuff on there, but mostly mostly it's yeah. Facebook is where all the fun is. Yeah, Facebook is where it is. Twitter. There's always discussions on Twitter going on. That's always fun. Too. I don't I don't get on the Twitter. Just no. just stay off of it on Sunday. You know, on Mondays after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gundam Avoid Witch the Gundam Witch episodes, but that's because people are talking and it's uh it's 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 a great show and you don't want it to have a spoiler for you. So. <laughs> and um, there was something else. Oh, I want to wish. Uh, Coach and and Andrew at Family Gamers seven 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 for ten years. They just posted oh, a yeah. hilarious video. Andrew they was Andrew was what he must have been around eleven or something when they started, and it's just them through the ages saying the exact same thing over and over again, and it's it's hilarious. <laughs> and you but, just watch him, but then there's a uh, watching him grow, and can, then Coach doesn't. You change can definitely see him when we beat him at Adepticon. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, he gets his voice gets deeper and. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're a corrupting influence on the boy. It's funny, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So check out Family yeah, Gamers. Congratulations to Family of Gamers. Those are some great guys over there. Now always check out uh, Deads on the Podcast. They have a lot of uh, Warzone Eternal right now happening. There's no uh, yeah. mechs in Warzone Eternal yet, but there is mechs in Mutant yes. Chronicles. And so and there's no there's no Dead Zone in Warzone Eternal. There's wow. no Dead Zone in Warzone Eternal. <laughs> uh, that's why they're they're kind of in their own half episodes. Uh, away from the the main show, but uh, actually, you know, kind of speaking of, uh, Dead Zone the podcast is also coming up on a uh, ten year anniversary mark in June. Oof. And, Never happened. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're going to be doing something special for that, and uh, you know, come out and check out that episode, and maybe maybe get some some free giveaway stuff. Nice. Yeah. I want free giveaway uh, stuff. <laughs> well, and then since we're making mentions. Uh, Come back next month when you can join Mole Arm Radio in their sixth season starting next month. That's right. Yeah, sixth season. <laughs> Brand new season. Same same old content. same old content. <laughs> same old content. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great night, everybody, and thank you for listening. Bye bye. See you later. Or watching, as it were. Yeah gotta listen to watch click subscribe click the bell thumbs up who clicks the bell i never click the bell i just <laughs> click everything on that track right there bell subscribe thumbs up are we done <laughs> <laughs> this has been mobile armor radio join our facebook group by searching for mobile armor radio find us on twitter at M Armor Radio. Join us on the first of every month 
for more mecha discussion.